Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 38 of the Rantcast, an episode apparently three years in the making. Not that any of you will still be subscribed to the podcast at this point, but for the last of the Skywalker Saga Star Wars movies, we decided to get together and talk about the rise of Skywalker and really Star Wars in general. So this is a long one, but if you enjoyed any of our other previous episodes, you will enjoy this one. We have a lot of fun. We think we're funny. If you think we're funny, you will enjoy the episode. If you don't find us funny, I don't know why you'd be listening to this at all. But I hope you enjoy it, and keep a lookout for when we hopefully relaunch the Rantcast aimed more at a specific nerd genre very soon. Enjoy! Welcome back to a special and probably final Rant 9 podcast <laughs> before we hopefully rebrand into a future project where we talk about other nerdy things. Uh, we, we still got cats to do, man. That's true. We, there might be on a special cats episode. But today I'm joined by Tyler and Chris because we are talking about the end, supposedly, of the Skywalker saga of Star Wars. We're talking about the rise of Skywalker here, people. I have an important question first. Do you think we'll be able to get a hold of the version of Cats before they cleaned up the... Well, the only way to know is if we see um, Judy Dench's hand with her wedding ring, apparently. Okay. Someone took a screenshot of it, so we'll know. Okay. Mm. But here's the thing. I think it's still going to be terrible either way. <laughs> so yeah, the, They didn't change the runtime, so they <laughs> just basically cleaned up some graphical uh-huh. issues. So the Rise of Skywalker has been out for a couple days, almost-ish almost, a week. Yeah, almost a week. And it has been divisive, as the last few Star Wars movies has been. And as nerds, we argue about these things all the time, so we figured we might as well record this to express our feelings about this movie and about Star Wars in general. So, first exercise. I'm going to make GT do this first. Oh. What is the plot of The Rise of Skywalker? You know, I, I've been thinking about what is the plot of the actual trilogy. I no idea. I mean, Kylo... Goes to the Emperor, and the Emperor... Yeah, you know, I don't know. That's... <laughs> Alright, so GT no does not idea. know the plot. <laughs> okay. Chris, as, as the one person who's seen it here twice, what is the plot of the movie? Okay. The uh, <laughs> the plot of the movie is that the Emperor uh, announces himself that he's returned. And... The dead speak! The dead speak! Which, by the way, oh was a specifically a callback to uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith. That starts with war! Exclamation point. War! Yeah, because if you're gonna call back one, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, call back to the prequels. All right, call back to one thing. They call back to a billion things. That's literally the movie is just a series of callbacks. So anyway, before I was inter- interrupted when I was trying <clears throat> to tell the plot, which was your question, Jesse. <clears throat> Anyways, so the emperor has announced himself. He is offering a uh, fleet to the first order so that they can join with him, and really, he wants to. Absorb them so he can once again take back over. Initially, you believe it is to have Kylo Ren take over as emperor. You find out that really he's manipulating Kylo to bring Rey so that she can take over as emperor. While this is going on, the rebels are trying to figure out first whether the emperor is truly back, and then where he is and where to stop, how to stop him. I think you, I think you mean the resistance. Whatever. So my plot summary of the movie would be. Um, the first half of the movie is a finder quest for a MacGuffin that will then direct them to the villain, which then leads to a showdown between 
the ultimate bad of the story versus the ultimate good of the new story into a Rise of the Skywalker ending being a fight between two Palpatines. Anyway, <laughs> end of Rise of end of summary. Okay, now of the three newest trilogy films, give me your your favorites. Like what 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 order from best to for me? It's the Last Jedi without a doubt. I'm just so disappointed that they didn't continue what was an awesome thing he had going on. They basically remade Return of the Jedi twice rather than you know do something new with the Rise of Whatever, Return of Skywalker? Rise, Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. So I I basically have two rankings. Are we talking about what's the better Star Wars movie or what's the better movie? Because for me, I think The Last Jedi is the best movie, but I don't think it's the best Star Wars. So of the, the I think Rise of Skywalker is the best Star Wars movie. Interesting. It's so, the Star Wars-iest Star Wars movie. It It is... It is the essence of what it's Star certainly Wars more Star is. Wars than the other Star Wars movies, well, but I don't know if it it's good. The, the good essence, parts of Star it's Wars. It's the essence of Star Wars. That's what Star Wars is. Star Wars, since basically since the second movie, has been fan service and introducing new interesting characters and powers and things to sell. That's what oh, Star Wars is. I've got some thoughts part, on the powers and set pieces. That's the joy of it. Here's the thing, though. Some of those set pieces. This is okay. One nitpick before we get to our larger nitpick section. Mm-hmm. The fact that they were on planets that they didn't label meant that we didn't know, for example, unless you read the visual, unless you bought and have read the visual dictionary for The Rise of Skywalker, you would not know that Kylo Ren is on Mustafar at the very beginning of the movie, and the people he's fighting are Darth Vader cultists. I think that would be interesting to know, mm-hmm. but we don't get to know Yeah, that. there's a lot in this new trilogy. There's a lot of, like, in the novelization, it's all explained. Of course. And, mm-hmm. or in, like, the, whatever, the comics or whatever. The prequel novelizations are a thousand times better than the films. They're actually good. Unlike the prequels, which are bad. Oh, no. We're going to talk about that, Fine. too. Okay. Uh, so, interesting. You, you made an interesting point, Chris, that... Uh, the latest you know, Rise of Skywalker is the best Star Wars movie. I've been saying, so I've been telling my wife that you could basically watch The Force Awakens, skip over The Last Jedi, and then go to Rise of Skywalker, and it wouldn't make no difference besides I, I would Luke quibble a with that. Ghost. I would quibble with that a little bit, because while so, several of the plot lines from The Last Jedi gets dropped, a lot of the con- character development is right. considered. So, yeah. so specifically... Um, I think you would miss out on Poe's journey from the brash, you know, pilot to becoming a general. If you skip The Last Jedi, you'd miss out on that kind of development. The development of Finn, especially Finn, relation to Rey. So I think also what, the, the best lightsaber fight in the the new trilogy. Yes. Uh, I I think I like I think I actually like the one from Rise of Skywalker on the water. I think between Kylo and mm. Rey, to me, I think that's a better, but. That's quibbling. I think both are really good. But I think character development is the only thing really that carried over from The Last Jedi. They effectively ignored the majority of the plot lines. That were I would say The Last Jedi is the only one of the three that really has any time for character development. Right. Because yeah, what, The Force I, Awakens is just introducing everybody. Mm-hmm. I rewatched it last night in you know, preparation just to kind of see, you know, what if it was really, um, you know, if if you if it went into the next one, so yeah, I I just thought the whole time it's character development, but you know it's all that you can kind of infer it a little. I mean, it's not like super deep character development to where you would miss you know details that are relevant to the next movie. 
except for the whole Luke training thing. But then they just kind of, in Rise of Skywalker, would say, oh, uh, Leia trained her. And they, they kind of throw away the whole Luke thing until the very end. So this is my theory. If Rise of Skywalker was actually a good Star Wars movie, what we as nerds would be arguing over are the weird new things they added to the universe we know. For example... Four-sealing? No, no, not even that. No, no. Four-sealing has been around since for like 40 years. Like it's, it's been, in the, it's it's, been it, in the extended universe. It's been in in three or four of the Star Wars video games. Yeah. It just wasn't introduced in the new canon until Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, it first showed up in Mandalorian, which was right. the only tie yes. that I could it's find. It's been in, in some of the first extended universe books, they had force healing. Yes. And but in this is Knights, the first of the time... Old, Knights of the Old Republic had force healing in it, and there was another one of the Star Wars games that had force healing. So but this is the new. only time in like the movie, and yes. besides Mandalorian, I don't recall Clone right. Wars having anything no. like that. Um, no. Actually, no, actually, the Clone Wars did. I think I, I think I read really? the Clone Wars did, but that, 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 that's not my point. Yeah. My point is this. Oh. We'd be fighting over light speed skipping, which is at the very beginning, and they move mm-hmm. past it, and they never explain it. It's not something that's ever been shown before, and they never explain how the TIE Fire is able to follow them doing this other dangerous thing See, that no, is no, new. No, no, that's one of the few carryovers from The yeah. Last Jedi, is active tracking through light speed. That was introduced So those in TIE the fighters, which don't normally have light speed capability... Well, they explained. Remember, they had they uh, one lead craft has mm-hmm. the light speed tracking, mm-hmm. and the other craft... Follows follow so one of the one of the tie fires did. Yes. Listen, if you think about it too long, it doesn't make. Well, again, right. like light speed doesn't make sense if you think about it at all. Right. But I was just like, wow, like, and none of the reviews are they even mentioning that little thing that which I feel like nerds would be arguing about. No, it's because the Millennium Falcon is alive from Solo, as we as we learned. It's they true. That droid. It's got, it's so got an it's, awesome droid. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. so it's got AI controlling. Okay, so let's talk about the the Last Jedi and things that were introduced in the story that the Rise of Skywalker got rid of. Okay, like let's 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 talk about Rey's reveal of who she is, which I'm going to say I did not like, not because it came out of nowhere and I was surprised by it. I wasn't because the Palpatine, it was the most the obvious was, thing in the world. Yes, yeah, that, well, that's been around since. Yeah. That was like one of the original. Yeah, it was like Palpatine, Skywalker, or Obi Wan. Those were the three. Yeah. Most the, likely. The best thing about The Last Jedi and what the Clone Wars and Rebels cartoons ha- have been introducing is the idea that the universe is more than just yes. the good Jedi and the bad Sith, that there is a gray middle zone. And often now, these stories are way better than the movies. Like, the extended universe, for the most part, is much more rich in yeah. stories, you know, better characters. Mm. For for the most... I mean, we love the movies, yeah. but... Now yeah, they, they do kind of now granted it's at the end, but you notice the color of her of the lightsaber yeah. she makes, right? So the color of that lightsaber is the color that was used by the Jedi Sentinels, which are very similar to the Grey Jedi. Yes. They're not the ones that were, you know, slaves to the Jedi Council and a Jedi set of rules and were much more practical about doing doing good in a good way rather than following a set of rules. So it shows so that piece of it they carried on. My issue was that I liked the fact that they were showing that anyone can be the hero. It's not about lineage. So that was the thing that I didn't like. But see, the, I thought they weren't doing that because by making her no, a no, in Le- oh, that's what I'm saying. Oh, in, in Last, in Last Jedi, yes. Jedi, it wasn't just her. It was the after credit scene showing yeah. the, the it was Broom Boy. boy yeah, Broom Boy. Boy. He's yeah. called Broom Boy on there next. <laughs> Broom Boy. Oh. Right. So showing the fact that, that he has a name. The yeah. Force is bigger than these 
couple of surviving yes. families, right? To me, that was that was the bigger loss. It wasn't about whether she was ultimate good or ultimate bad. To me, that that that's almost beside the point. It was more about to me that she could have come from nothing, and the force still could have found her and been strong in her and give her the freedom to choose to be good or bad. And, you know, I really don't know at this point whether J.J. Abrams or probably not J.J. Abrams, but, you know, whoever from the Lucas films had the idea all along that she was going to be a Palpatine or if they were just sort of if they didn't really know. Uh, uh, it sounds like they John Williams knew she was going to be a Palpatine again I would rather her be a child of like a grandchild of of a Jedi that was uh, my favorite cameo yeah I I thought I saw him showing up as the bartender with the little like cyborg eye mask thing well I I figured it was someone because they just kind of like that old guy is somebody so the only reason I picked up on it is because I had recently watched uh, I don't know one of the Disney Plus shows about De Plus yes on De Plus about uh, Disney World or Disneyland, and they were talking about the, you know, Star Wars world yeah. and how he had made some new music for some of the stuff. And so he was there getting interviewed, and I was, I was like, oh, wait, he's familiar. I was like, oh, yeah. Here's the, the problem I've always had with Star Wars is that the movies themselves are really just a story about, like, three families and their fight over power for the universe, right? That's pretty much what the entire story's been about. Mm-hmm. And while I dislike the prequels and I do not find them good, one thing they do have that the new trilogy does not have uh, is, a th- story. is a no. is a story that carries on through the films. It's a story we know, which is why it isn't interesting, nor is it done particularly well. But yeah. you can tell that the story from point A goes into point B, which That's goes into true. point C. Taxation of trade routes is a very yeah, uh, important compelling. through line going and, all through and, the... And how sand is terrible. <laughs> yeah. One of the most interesting points that was brought up, which was that Anakin Skywalker, right, was convinced to join the dark side because he was promised the power to save people from death mm-hmm. right which he never gets right because palpatine doesn't want to share it with him yes so what happens at the end of the story is that the bad guy the bad guy we've had for three films gets redeemed by now having the power to save someone from death and then instantly dies my point is that kind of ruins the whole point of the story if that power does exist right, then it's something to be tempted by, not something you shouldn't be tempted by, if that makes sense. Wait, you who should. Are you, who, are which, you talking about Kylo Ren? Are you still right? talking about the prequels? Or are you no, about, I'm, I'm talking about Kylo you, Ren using force healing, more than force healing, force resurrection to... Gave her his life his, force. Yes. life force. Which, right. again, she gave him earlier, so it's really just her life force back, but that's a... Well, he wasn't dead. He was just stabbed. Stabbed in the middle of the body. He was going to die. Yes, but he wasn't dead. Yes. So. My guess is it takes more force to bring someone back from the dead than to heal a wound. Fair. But he also resurrects her. She's dead. Mm -hmm. She's dead. Yes. So that power does exist in the Star Wars universe. Right? So that is something for people to be tempted by, for people to want. Right. But I think the difference is that. The difference between a version that causes you to have to sacrifice yourself mm-hmm. versus the version that Palpatine would want, which is allows him to do it without sacrificing himself and either probably sacrificing someone else or something else. I think it's I think it's a difference between motive and method. Right. So that is fair. I, I think that goes that goes to a bigger problem of that movie, which is like normally in good storytelling, you're supposed to show, not tell. Right. I This movie does takes that to the extreme where they show us lots of things, but tell us nothing about it. 
Who were those people in the crowd? How did Palpatine build so many ships? What has he been doing for also, 30 years? Why do it this way? Where Why did have all the, first the people order? on the ships come from? Apparently, those are the... I can't remember. That was one of my biggest questions. They're called the Sith something. They're just like Sith cultists, and mm-hmm. it's the children of Sith cultists. But it's a lot of people. They, they've calculated it takes like 1.2 million people to um, you know to run, run one starship. of those ships. So that's... Yeah. Really? Yeah. So it's like, and there was like 300 of those. Things. Yeah. So where, like, I know the unknown regions are hard to get to, which again, they sort of, the wayfinder helps you find your way through the unknown regions, mm-hmm. but they never explained well, how difficult. Some, weren't some like of the people running those were this. first order? No, they weren't. They, they had different uniforms. They were, the, they were the, I can look yeah. it up. The Very well, it seemed It seemed like uh, he asked them to bring their first order to help. That's what I thought too. And then again, the visual dictionary. Which, okay. again, shouldn't be where we have to go to find answers to these questions. Mm-hmm. But and I'm fine with mysteries, especially J.J. Abrams' mysteries, because I don't want him to answer them because he's terrible at it. <laughs> but they just, again, the pacing, right? The pacing mm-hmm. of this movie is intense. It does not let up for, I mean, I'm trying to think of one, the only s- slow moment is really when the new robot comes into it. So oh, I really worst. do think that... Watching it a second time makes a big difference because I think some of the things that you're saying there aren't answers to, because it goes so fast, you watch it a second time and you do get some of those. No, and it is that's the type fair. of movie where because it is so frantic and I've and I've said before, I think I think it would have been better. I I think they probably should have made the movie another maybe thirty minutes longer so that they could have let some of the moments breathe a little better. So that it wasn't so frantic. Had had a little a little bit of more slower moments would have made the other parts more impactful. I believe the Last Jedi is the long. It's like two and a half hours long, and I was actually very surprised when we got out of the theater and it was like two hours, or maybe less. It was it was two hours and twenty minutes. I believe right. was the runtime, and it, it was it was a fast two hours yeah. and twenty minutes. It could it could easily maybe not even thirty minutes, even another fifteen minutes just to space out. They could have gone for, like, endgame time, and I probably would have been fine with that. Yeah, because it didn't feel like a long two hours, 20 minutes. But because I think it's one of those movies that you really have to watch a couple of times, maybe even three times, to to really get the impact of it. Part of it, I guess, is, like, I'm too much involved in the sort of online sort of, not, not even just analysis of the story, but the sort of inner workings of how the internet responds to things and what studios do in response to that. And so I couldn't see parts of the movie and not think about all the attacks on The Last Jedi, all the attacks on the actors and actresses in The Last Jedi, and how that sort of showed up in the new one, where we have a hobbit show up for no reason just to take lines away from another character who we already know. So not I know you mentioned boat. that. She had a lot of dialogue in the movie. Now, maybe she would have had a little bit more if he wasn't there, but it's not like she also like she was just shunted to the side. And I get that for that one mission, she didn't, but then she was also a primary on the other mission. Was she a primary on it? Well, she was one of the... the, She she was there to then look longly at the camera towards towards Finn and the other group. That was her role in this. She was was there with them when they Uh, were battling. I'll be honest. I don't recall any, like, significant contribution she made. I mean, I remember her being there. I don't remember anything she did or said. Yeah, she's just there. Yeah, she's just there. I guess there weren't any uh, animals to rescue in. That's true. 
And you know, like what's funny is like, remember how mad we like people were about the Canto Bite part of the Last Jedi? It wasn't. I, it's immediate. It, it was, here's the thing. It, it's what it's what all of the Star Wars Star Wars movies had, which was just like a random, yeah, like a B plot. Yeah, B plot to a planet we've never seen before. Mm. Which, by the way, got labeled and named, so we knew where it was, or at least not where it was, but what it, what it was, what people did there. Well, so so other than the first planet, where else was it not? Where, where was it not labeled? I guess when they were light speed skipping. Well, also there the Resistance planet. Like where the base was? Yeah, well, they don't want anybody to know where it is. Listen, they were literally, well, I mean, maybe they were learning from their mistakes because we all knew Yavin 4 was the other mm-hmm. one. Literally everybody knew. Listen, loose loose lips sink ships. That's true. So, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Eight JJ originally, so. like, my question was, what was our rankings of the newest trilogy? That's how this conversa- this part yeah. of the conversation started. And, I mean, I'm also of the Last Jedi, Force Awakens, Rise of Skywalker would be my ranking well, here, of the three. Here's the thing: like, they're all very entertaining. Yes. I mean, at the end of the day, they're all they're, they're kids' movies, right? See, I guess that's my argument. It's like that excuse no longer works for me because we are. They know who is right. coming to these movies. They are adults, and the Last Jedi, I feel like, treated us like adults. It was a serious story about. Yeah, but the fans didn't want that. However, uh, fun fact: so if you look at the actual box office returns yeah, the for last, the opening yeah. weekend, uh, Force Awakens had like two hundred twenty million. The Last Jedi was right below that, and then Rise of Skywalker actually Disney projected like one hundred sixty-five million, and everyone else was like, oh, it's going to be clear two hundred easily, one hundred eighty million. So either you know, word of mouth. I don't. I mean. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, see how it do, we'll see yeah, how it, it does so I'm, overall. I'm curious to see yeah. how, because for all the complaining people did about the Last Jedi, it still made a boatload of money. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like it wasn't like it was a flop. I, I'm pretty sure I saw it twice again. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it was visually stunning to watch that movie. And, what, and it, I mean, it had, so it was, was Rise of Skywalker. It was, but I didn't have time to appreciate any of that because mm-hmm. they kept jumping to another part of the plot. Because J.J. Abrams felt like he had to wrap up. It's funny. It's like. What he decided to answer, what he didn't decide to answer, mm-hmm. and how he decided to get our characters there. And I, yeah. I, have, a, I have a question. Because I I, I, part of it is, because I know a lot of people have, have a lot of complaints about it. I just don't know that there was a way to wrap up a, ni- a non-knowledge <laughs> in a way that satisfies a significant oh, yeah. group of people. I, There's I, literally I didn't wa- it's no It's the lost problem, right? Yeah, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I knew a satisfying ending was, was difficult. What I wanted was a rational explanation of how we got to that ending. And I'm still missing there. There are parts that just, I feel like there were simpler ways of doing it. For example, all those final order ships, which by the way, JJ Abrams, well done on, you know, bringing back the Nazi terminology into um, things. The emperor did. Did each one of those ships have its own mini death star weapon? Or was it just the one they sent out? Well, they said specifically each one had times that everyone had it because they even said every ship destroyed is a planet saved. So in that case, okay, so they finally figured out how to miniaturize Mm -hmm. the Uh, Death Star technology. No, they did that in the Last Jedi. Whenever um, they have that that battering ram cannon, they Mm -hmm. specifically say, "Oh, they miniaturize the." not the previous Death Star. So that, that, that's the one thing the he took from the, the Last Jedi. Yeah. Very nice. There were several things. We've already talked about them. Whatever. Just not the things that you like. So you assume nothing gets carried Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of it from a storytelling perspective. Like, here's the thing. I wanted to like it. And I did like it, but I was manipulating liking it. So, the, okay. That's, by that's music the, cues. To me, that's, that's strange because that's what movies do. They try to manipulate yes, you into liking good them. Movies, good movies do it without you knowing. 
And so I knew. The, so I the, knew. So yeah. your problem is that you knew, I knew. they were doing yeah. it. Yeah, I knew they were so doing you're it. you're okay with being manipulated. You just don't like to know that yeah, you're Yeah, good storytellers can do it without me knowing. Yeah, right? Because, like, you, just... you mentioned music. I mean, that's, that's like, 90% of... Uh, yeah, star, like, that Rise of Skywalker. Nolan's movies is using music cues no, to manipulate no. you. Well, I mean, yeah. emotionally. Yes but. and yes. no. Yeah. Yes but, and no. Like, like, it's priming you, right? What Christopher Nolan likes to do is, is to make you, yeah, is to make you uneasy and you're not, you don't know why. It's because you're hearing like this weird low frequency tone. What Star Wars always does is use Star Wars music mm-hmm. to tell you, ah, you're supposed to be feeling worried now. You're supposed to be feeling happy now. Which, again, I, I know going in, it, it was just like, okay, I think one of the bigger problems of this film, and this is not J.J. Abrams' fault, is that everything they said was like, movie one was about Han, movie two was about Luke, and movie three was supposed to be about Leia. And they couldn't actually do that movie right. because she well, passed away. so, again... And all well, of her that, scenes that, that seemed did, off. Yeah, they... I know it, they did the best they could. It was off-putting, and they, did, they were just kind of... You can tell they were, like, trying to reuse, like, un, you know, unused dialogue from mm-hmm. previous films, and they were just like... Just like don't do it and come up with something else because it's a little. I mean, I get we want to give her a send off, mm-hmm. but you could have done that in a little bit, you know, more respect, not respectful, yeah. and then but better way for the you know the whole film. And also, since you've seen it twice, maybe you can tell me. So she was being trained as a Jedi and stopped when she had a vision that she was going to have to save somebody later with her Jedi life force. While her son was in danger, but it wasn't her son she was saving. Is that what the movie was trying to tell us? I don't think so. Well, uh, it said that if she conti- I thought it was that if she continued continued her Jedi journey, her son would die, and her son did die. So, yes, it- but long after. Oh, so if she continued Jedi training, then yes, her son who wasn't born yet would die. Was he not born yet? I don't know. It, again, right. it, was, yeah, it, yeah, it was unclear it, of time. Like, yes, how long? In 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 universe, does this movie take place? Is it three days? Because the, the, I don't think because so. there, there's a time put on the clock very early on, like what forty eight hours, twenty four well, hours. They said sixteen hours, but it was it it uh, seemed it was a lot longer than that. I'm also glad that the Sith planet has breathable uh, has a breathable atmosphere. Like yeah, I mean, <laughs> gotta ride those horses. I mean, pretty much all of them have breathable atmosphere. That's true. Yeah. You gotta ride those universe. space horses on the you know. On the Star Destroyers, which again... So now you're picking, nitpicking at that? No, I'm just like, it's one of the things where... What? That's, that was like one of the most fun things about I the movie. Know, I know, I know. And that's another very Star Wars thing to it do. It is a very Star Wars thing. To take thing. a non-technology thing to battle a massively overpowered technology thing. That yeah. is a very... It's, it's, that is a core the Ewoks. Star Wars. Yes. Like, I feel like you're working... And I'm not saying you're, a lot of your criticism isn't true, but it sounds like you're working yourself up into such a tizzy that you can't even enjoy the fun parts of the movie. It gives me the same feeling some of the prequels did, where the story I want to see is the story they're referencing that happened off screen. I want to see how the Emperor survived. I want to know how he built the sleet. I want to know about the things they're talking about that I don't get to see. I want to see more so, of race training. Speaking of kind of off screen, did you, I mean, I, hopefully you caught it, but like very briefly, whenever Kylo's first entering whatever the planet is called, the Sith planet, you can see the, like the clone tanks and mm-hmm. there's, there's uh, snow. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. So, which but, kind of pisses me off. Because but, that's what it was. Yeah, question what for everyone you. thought it was, yeah. was that Snoke was a, clone or creation of Palpatine and then was, Pal- then was, like, Pal- no. was Palpatine possessing him or well, so the theory um, nerd theory 
So if if you go the whole like little throne room scene in the Last Jedi, which doesn't really track with the plan, like the Emperor's plan, but um, he you could see he was wearing like a black ring yeah. with a stone that is from that planet. I know the comics focus very much on the stone. Yeah. So the theory is that he was contr- he was basically a puppet and he was being controlled through that ring. But then again, it doesn't really make sense his act. That that's the one thing that doesn't really add up, but they do play the Emperor's theme music throughout that whole that's sequence. That's true. So my, my question is okay. I, like, the, the motivation doesn't really add up for me. How complicated is that plan of the Emperor's, where he's like, "All right, I'm going to set up someone who's like me, but not me, for I guess the good guys to focus on, so I can do, so I can build up my build other things." But again, like not getting into the economics of Star Wars because it it's a black hole you can never get out of. But building those ships takes a lot of resources. And the First Order talks about, in the movies, they talk about all the planets they've destroyed to get those resources. And then, all of a sudden, we have 300 new ships. We're not going to talk about how they made them. We're not going to talk about where they, because we're in the unexplored regions, and that's just Star Wars' way of bringing in things they don't have to explain. At first, I thought they were like zombie uh, Star Destroyers from like The Empire Strikes Back. They could have been. Because mm-hmm. it looked like they were just like old and decrepit. Yeah. Because whenever... Um, well, how did they, the way the that they, the way they, how did they hide they, them under the ice is my question. How did they get them under there? I don't know. Maybe the same way they brought them up? Because it looked like that was well, Emperor using the Force, not that they were manned when yeah. they came, were coming up out of the water. That, but, like, on the inside, when he first gets in, it's kind of dirty. Like, you could see, not, like, extravagantly dirty, but right. had, like, dirt and, you know. So I, that was my theory. Is yeah, maybe mine they were, was like, that, zombie that they were what unused. was left and yeah. that they just retrofitted them. Which like, makes here, sense economically. Here's, and, a, here's a fleet of 300 1980 you know, Dodge Darts. Thank you. <laughs> anyway. But we put a planet killer gun on them. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, Chris, I, I understand what you're trying to say is that I'm focusing on things instead of just letting myself enjoy it. Right. And here's the thing. With Star Wars, I normally just try to because it's not, it's not Star Trek. It's not The Expanse. It's not trying to answer questions. It's, mm-hmm. it's space fantasy. Mm-hmm. And in space fantasy, you can hand wave a lot and the entire force is hand waved mm-hmm. right it's barely explained we don't know its powers we don't know and this has sort of been touched on i think in the expanded universe but the amount of force wielders in the universe sort of affects how powerful the force can be in those people so when mm-hmm. there are less people they have more of it so they can do more things right well yeah so i think clone wars talked about this to where they went to that force planet you know there's less sith people or, you know, Sith, you know, dark side users. That's why Palpatine was so, so powerful, powerful. Yeah. because he had all of the dark side And at that point, at the end of the movie, not only had he absorbed the force from Rey and Kylo, but he was literally the last Sith in the, in the universe. So that's why he was so powerful and his his lightning was more powerful than it had ever been. So, OK, let, let's talk about the. I'm all Sith, I'm all Jedi thing. Okay. So, yeah. not a fan. Are we ta- is what the movie's trying to tell us the idea we we were just talking about about the amount of force in the universe and because if you're the only Jedi left, you have sort of all of the force or does she literally have the souls of all past Jedi's who are dead inside her at that moment or can she call upon their force ghosts at moment is that I'm trying to figure out what that was telling us about the force and force users and the Jedi and the Sith as as beings, as groups, because the Jedi I used to be it, in the thousands. I took it as much more metaphorical okay. and less literal, at least from Rey's perspective. For the Sith, it is literal. I mean, as they, if, as they kill their master, 
at a minimum, they steal the power from their masters. So what you're saying is they're Highlanders. Basically, <laughs> yes. the Sith are. They, they literally yeah, there can be only kill two. you and take your power. So Palpatine was trying to get Rey to kill him so, so he they, could inhabit her body. Yes. Is, that, so I, is that right? I, yes, but she had, to, she had to strike him down in anger right. to do it. So what I don't know is, does that mean that he thought he would take control or that he just wanted his bloodline to continue well, as the I figured Emperor. it was like a sort of Snoke type of situation where he would be sort of controlling, he would be in there trying to convince her of things. Well, so is it like a Darth Plagueis thing of where... He could actually um, inhabit other bodies, mm-hmm. or is it more that when his soul and the soul of all the Sith came into Ray, she w- he would try to assert control? Yeah, I don't know. We don't. We don't get an answer to that question. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I like how people call what Ray and Kylo do uh, force time. I thought mm-hmm. that's good. Let's talk about force time transportation, which okay. happens where what? not only like force time. Yes, so force time. So in, in The Last Jedi, they sort of tease that the the places the two of them are can sort of... Interact. Interact. Right? Oh, but yeah, yeah. They, well, the whole shirtless thing. Well, yes. yeah, well, so they, they, well no, they, they go from um, Kylo feeling water when Ray's in a wet mm-hmm. place to Kylo pulling beads off Ray's mm-hmm. neck, which they introduce just so Ray can give him his lightsaber later on. Well, not just that, but also so that uh, uh, Kylo could know where she is again when she's in the... To me, that was one of the more organic power developments. It didn't just come out of nowhere. It was well, built no, no. slowly from that was uh, that was the Palpatine doing that. What in in the Last Jedi they mentioned specifically that yes, it wasn't the, it the wasn't re- either of them doing it. It would kill. It would kill. It was too po- too powerful. But apparently, there are, there are Force Dyad, which was not a thing that has ever been introduced before, even in the extended universe. And so that's why it was allowed to be as powerful as it was. Like that was beyond apparently. Palpatine's oh. predictions of what the point of that was. Is that because they were two force points, let's, let's say fixed force places in time, yeah. that, that that connection was more even like stronger. force magnets. Force magnets. How do they work? <laughs> How do they work? Yeah, uh, I don't know. They I, don't know. I, thought it was, I just thought it was really was cool, and I, and I feel like it did develop over... To where Here's as, my they, thing, like, as they used it and got better. You, you have to believe that a person can understand the thing they're about to do. And I don't think Ray would think that would work at that particular moment. She's like, I'm going to give up my weapon. Just, but like, she had another weapon. I know, but she's like, I hope this works. Like, I don't. But see, we, so that's the one time where they don't show us them seeing each other, right? But mm-hmm. the assumption is that that's going on. And by not showing us it's happened, that's what makes it a surprise. Whereas every time, I mean, that's one of the few times they didn't show us like you were complaining That's true. About earlier it was so that 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 particular moment it could be more of a surprise when it happened so it's like the well, magician listen it, it was cool like right. I, it was cool i was just like whoa it's just like the progression like if you think of like in a video game the progression of a certain new skill that you have right. so like, it was yeah, water yeah. water to be to, 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 to fight vader's, vader Darth helmet. vader's helmet yeah and then to yeah the fight they had when they were not in the same place i was like this is like it was it was both visually interesting and mm-hmm. interesting from sort of the idea of whatever the force timing right. parameters are. But yeah. that's also very dangerous. Like that, that that's a power that should not exist that often. <laughs> well, he said it doesn't. It was the first time in how, how long did he say it was the a millennia, last time a, a dyad had happened? I don't know. Or something oh, like that. They actually name it. Yeah. Yeah. Force dyad. Yeah. 
Again, you have not read enough Rise of Skywalker reviews. I see because it no, comes out no, in every I, single. I, I, I haven't really read any. I just got it from watching the movie, but I have watched it twice. Yeah, I, I did. I have not read any. But Palpatine uh, talks about it. Palpatine oh. references it. But but he also created it. No, he specifically says he creates it. He, in he, the the dy- last no, Jedi. not not the dyad. The, did, Palpatine did not create. No, he created the for, the the Force time. He created like a Force time tunnel between the two of them. They expanded upon it because they are both very incredibly powerful and unique within right. the Force. But again, that's one of the problems. Like, I don't want it to be unique to them. I want it to be a so more what? democratic I, force. I guess, I guess, okay, so that's, that's what, so to me, I, I think it's interesting that uh, people are focusing on and getting upset about the things that are new in this movie, right? The things that are introduced in this movie that don't exist well, elsewhere. In this particular case, I'm, I'm actually mad about something that, Star Wars keeps going to and then away from, which is who gets to channel the force, who can be a force wielder. Well, this isn't saying that other people can't. It's that this is a unique situation, right? They happen to be, you know, too connected. It makes sense because the way their two families. Yeah. Well, because connected in the way they keep technically Palpatine is Anakin's dad. So they are in the same family. Right. So let's think about that for a second. Also, is, although is technically, he, technically, that's not medic- in canon, right? Isn't that technically oh, it, no, it in is. an extended it, it, universe? No, it was it was in a comic book. It was oh, in a was comic it? book. Okay. They showed well, this very so, creepy thing of Palpatine like rubbing Shmi's okay. belly. For some reason, I thought that oh. was that was extended nope. universe, not in it. Canon. It was, and then they made it canon. Okay, so they did bring it back into canon. Yes. So yes, he he created that was. You had I thought it was like the, he kind of has willed powers. willed him into existence. They're not necessarily like yeah, he willed midi chlorians in like. He was the vessel, right? He- so I, I read something interesting about midi-chlorians that because the prequels did such a bad job explaining it, everybody always makes fun of it. Yes. But what midi-chlorians really is, it's sort of like you can think of it as um, white cell blood, you know, count in your mm-hmm. blood. If it's somebody, in your blood. Somebody who has more midi-chlorians is more open and, and susceptible to the force, Midichlorians are not the force. It's not a scientific explanation of what the force is. Well, they should have told us that. No, then. that's what I was going to say. So it's that's something. No, that, I get I, that. That makes sense. I, I thought yeah. they kind of expanded upon that in Clone Wars, where they kind of uh, they retconned it. A little yeah, again, bit. I mean, Which, for the better. If it wasn't for the Clone Wars cartoons, I wouldn't have been seeing these movies. Like they they reminded me of what I enjoyed about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why, like, so in The Last Jedi, the uh, the whole, like, side quest reminded me very much of, like, a Clone Wars. It arc, was very Clone Wars. Uh, which episode. is why, I, par- I mean, it's not particularly, like, useful. Rose and Finn story. go to Kento yeah. Bite. Yeah. But it's like, oh, this is a fun little, like, kind of Clone Wars callback. Yeah. Or, yeah. like Whatever happened with the, uh, I don't even remember who it was. It was the arms dealer that was selling to both the oh. Resistance and also yeah, the yeah. First Order. Benicio de Toro's yeah. character. Of, uh, live, yeah, who gave, a, live free, I don't know, he had which some moniker. I want to say as someone who has a stutter, he did a pretty good job. Hmm? Like, I mean, I don't like seeing when people stutter in movies, but he did He did a pretty impressive job of it. Hmm. Again, but yeah, I, where's I, his character? Upon the rewatch, uh, last I mean, I've seen uh, Last Jedi a few, you know, three or four times yeah. now. Yeah, but uh, I like watching it. His character was just kind of introduced to illustrate. Oh, yeah, like this war is never ending, and mm. there's people just like selling to both sides. And at one point, he's even like, whenever he you know that shows him accepting the money from the the First Order and the ship mm-hmm. and all that, and Finn's like, "Well, what the heck?" He's like, "Dude, you're just." 
you're going to just blow them up tomorrow. It's going to be never yeah, ending. Yeah, c- cog in the machine. Yeah, yeah which it, I thought was very interesting. It finally take. talked about the the larger issues of a, of a war that continues on, and the sides just sort of change what they call themselves. Right. Well, exactly. I mean, that, that was, to me, that's why The Last Jedi was so good, because the, I mean, it the was cl- just, like, kind of called out The Clone Wars, Wars cartoons talks about that all the time. Like, the Caminos, which, who, again, no one knew about, are now in the Senate, right? And they want the war to continue because they want to keep making clones and getting paid for making those clones. Speaking of the Senate, I, I love the idea that some uh, random law passed by the Senate was keeping 3PO from being able to oh, yeah, the Sith, yeah. which is one of those things, because one of the funny things about the Clone Wars, is, I mean, not the Clone Wars, but the prequels in general, is how overcomplicated yeah. Palpatine's plans were yeah. to get to where he ended up, and just the thought that at one point, Palpatine's like, I need to make sure that no droid can translate oh, see, Sith I, language. I, I was viewing, I it, was viewing it as like it was a sort of a you know, black speech of mortar such a situation <laughs> where no, one, no one's going to speak it aloud see, so he can read it. See, my assumption was that Palpatine manipulated the Senate. So that, that, that makes so more that, sense, yeah. Because that's the type of thing that, that in the prequels, the type of overly complicated manipulation that Palpatine was yeah. doing, which doesn't surprise me about why in this the Palpatine... Plan is so overly, overly complicated. complicated. Yes. And he's so also, bad why plans. it fails. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. He's, he's so good at them, but he just always makes them too complicated. As, as villains in films normally do. But right. I mean, like, you also uh, hopefully read that article I posted where it goes through all of the plans, like A, B, C, D, G, H, F. Like, it goes all the way to plan F. Contingency uh, upon contingency. Yeah, well, so, and here's the thing. Is Palpatine actually dead? Right now? Here's the thing. If he, was able, to, if he was able to do that on, which again... I don't know why they needed to create another so, Sith planet when two Sith planets in the unknown regions already exist, but that's a separate point. I will say that in Star Wars, if you don't see the body, then they may still be alive. Well, the body, you know... Yeah, so, so it's like I'm the saying, Marvel Universe. I'm saying in Return of the Jedi, he seems dead, but he's also yeah. falling, and we've learned that things that fall can come back. Yes, yeah. So he may very... So <laughs> Literally in this movie, we Every movie, that. Yeah. you see him coming apart. Yeah. So I think it's less likely mm. that he's still well, alive So I also now. do like the every big fall. Yeah. yeah, well, every big fall in the Star Wars universe apparently has a, a like a big thing of hay at the bottom to catch people. Or, or like a <laughs> except portal. For, yeah. Except for Han Solo. Now, yeah, so yeah, except for he, Han. He stays dead. There was but a... But he wanted, he's uh, wanted to be dead since movie two. That's so. true. I believe I, in one of the shows, I think, they talked to like Palpatine, like time travels it, when he falls, oh, right? Uh, well, his, okay, so in Rebels, they introduced the idea that time travel exists. Like right. in one of the Jedi temples, um, what's-his-face is able to save Ahsoka Tano, my favorite character. From her fight with Darth Vader. Speaking of rebels, the uh, Jedi Kate. No, what's the what's Kanan? Kanan Jarrus. His, his voice. He's one of the voices. He got yeah. he he got more to say than Ahsoka did. She she only got to say Ray. Uh-huh. I was like, come on. Also, oh, wait, Ahsoka was in it. Yeah. Well, Ahsoka, her voice was Ahsoka, oh. Kanan, Mace Windu, both Obi Wan. Oh, Obi Wan. Uh, yeah. In yeah. The, the Force. Yeah. Jedi. Which again, So since in the Star Wars universe, no one's dead. I'm going to assume that Ahsoka's still alive. So. Even Although, though all those people, well, all those I thought, people. I thought she, in, if they heard her voice, then that means she's dead there. We don't yeah. know that dead there. It doesn't mean you can't. Well, then I wasn't Finn or is that Mace Windu? It, it was Mace Windu. It was Mace Windu. Okay, that racist. racist. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, so do all black so that, Jedi that, sound alike? Yeah, too? racist. Well, that, so that does. I, I wanted to talk about that. Uh, Finn, the fact that Finn has the Force. Well, yeah. the, just the whole so. Finn loves her, and he's force sensitive. He could have said no, either does, one. Does he love her? No, no, he's, he doesn't. He's clearly not that sensitive. He can't share his feelings. Yeah, 
I've just got several, several questions. For, well, so Speaking of that, I, I just want to say that a lot of people, I think, are, rather than in uh, watching this movie, are mourning the movie that didn't happen. And some of it's silly stuff, like people, not silly, but people mad that instead of Finn and Poe kissing at the end, it was two background people. Two background characters whose well, names character we don't know. Kissing, right? So it was. Because- I feel like they sh- if they were going to go that route, they should have just gone like full Finn and Poe. Like you yeah, know, well, here's the thing: unearned. Disney was bragging about that scene. Yeah, and I'm like, that's not anything to brag about. Right. Two like, background characters. Yeah, you should just like gone what everyone. They one were of them, playing them as one of them at least had dialogue. That's true. That's true. Well, it, well, here's the thing: Poe so has the- Poe has sexual chemistry with everyone. Well, I know. Whether they're a human being, a robot, doesn't matter. Which is to me why I don't I don't know that I detected. Um, romantic chemistry between Finn and Poe, but Poe could have been, had romantic chemistry with about anyone. Yeah. Well, so and in, that, in that movie, mm, well, no, no they, they didn't. They, but in the previous movies, oh, it was Oh, yeah, they gave, they, they gave so. both Finn and Poe women and, to, to look at and to, um, you know, have chemistry with, even though it may have not worked. It worked with Carrie Russell's character. Well, I, I'm pretty sure um, Which, by the way, in an interview yeah. that... Basically, they were kind of playing Finn, as Poe, Finn and Poe as if they were like into each other. Well, the, the actors were, yeah, yeah, right, right. So, but then they but were then, just kind of. I mean, and I, the reason it never quite because Finn was also clearly in all of the movies really into Ray, even in the Last Jedi. That's true because he was he was he was willing he was to abandon the entire fleet just to make sure Ray didn't come back there. That's true. You don't do that to someone yes, who you're true. just kind of friends with. <laughs> Good point. So, so my Unless, point. Well, my point is that to me, it was. It felt like like Poe was probably by bi- probably trisexual in this tri- universe. Yeah, right? yeah. It was like kind of like in uh, the solo movie uh, Lando, who was yeah. like into everything. Oh yeah, how yes. I viewed yeah. Poe. God, yes. I, why didn't we get that movie? I, I want Donald Glover Lando movie. And I did, just have to say, the people who are calling this the worst Star Wars movie ever, I mean, no, it's just not. get over yourself. It's not. You either, you either have never watched the prequels and Han Solo, or you're just trying to be edgy. Uh, so I can get uh, people I, who say it's not as good as Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, or even the original trilogy, but I can't, uh, anyone with a straight face telling me this is worse than Attack so, of the Clones or Phantom Menace. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mentioned this in our chat. My first impression was, you know, it's a solid, like, 75%, you know, a C, B minus, like, yeah, but it wasn't as bad as everyone was trying to make it out to be, mm-hmm. which I felt the, you know, all the review grades, and I didn't, I read maybe one or two, I didn't, I didn't really care what the critics right. had to say, but, you know, it, it's, it's, it just, it was harsh. It's and become, it's become part understand. of watching Star Wars for some people, like, same thing happened with Force Awakens. Same thing happened with Rogue One. Yeah. Rogue One was a great movie. Rogue One was fantastic. It was an awesome movie. Arguably the so best fun. Star Wars movie. It's pretty arguably, great. Arguably, of the new ones, arguably the best one, right? And people, same thing, we're bitching about that. Because well, that, to, it, for some people, Star Wars is the not... Per, yeah. Star Wars is one of the last few things, like, everyone, even, like, non-nerds, sees and can talk about. It's one of the... Which we don't have a lot of cultural touch points anymore because we mm-hmm. all have our super niches but star wars is still that one but star wars is also still controlled by sort of two and that star wars isn't controlled by it's responded to by two very specific groups critics and chatbots right there's very two yeah. loud groups who reddit. have yeah there's reddit and there's movie critics and both of them i'm sort of i'm i'm 
I'm always on the side of sort of the movie critic side where like they all sort of liked The Last Jedi. Reddit didn't like The Last Jedi. They didn't they they, they didn't think this one was as good as The Last Jedi. Reddit, I think I haven't really checked because it's a scary yeah, place to go to. Yeah. I think probably liked this movie. I, I don't know, because a lot of the same people who are bitching about The Last Jedi are bitching about this. Well, the, 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 well, so, the Rotten Tomato score, I can tell you. I uh, know, I know that, but uh, I'm, I'm talking about so the, the... The epitome of the Reddit person is our friend Chad, yes. who has complained about the last... I can't, I can't remember if he complained about The Force Awakens, but he did not... Had, he did, I don't think he even saw this one just because he read the, the, uh, the leaks, and mm-hmm. he's been complaining about that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to the general audience, so, like, our other friends who are not necessarily super into, you know, the Reddit online, yeah. all that stuff. Or, or, have kids, or, or have kids and don't have time right. to read those things. Right. They all, like, you know, Ryan, uh, Jake, they all enjoyed it. Right. So, I mean, at the end of the day, that's really who yeah. they're trying to win over anyways. I, I, and I think that's kind of the people who aren't spending a lot of time online either reading critics or reading reddit or learning about all the things that may have been in the movie that weren't seem to be enjoying it a lot more than the people who well are. like yeah. i i read the leaks and it, like yeah i thought it was like all right well this is a not great but you know i'll still i mean who am i i'm going to see it Listen, several times my anyways. my entire star wars fandom has come from not the movies Mm-hmm. And that's and here's the thing. That's okay. I, it's not. It's not a thing I have to push on other people. Right. But it's one of those things where the person who created the story is not necessarily the best person to tell the best version of a story in mm-hmm. that universe. No, that happens all the time. George it, Lucas is still manipulating the Han shot first scene. He still is. Yeah. Did you see? He added yeah. some weird dialogue well, to it. Disney did. Uh, Disney no, added that. At, There's at, like oh. Luke, Lucas was the one who asked for McClucky. Yeah, McClurkey. McClurkey. That was that was well, George Lucas again asking so they, Disney they to do re, that. They redid it uh, yeah, when they were Disney Plus launch. Yes, yes. And they had and they had McClurkey. McClurkey. Which, by the way, they, 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 that's what. Uh, so they also did it to make it look more simultaneous. So they did two things: one, to make it look like the shooting was more simultaneous rather than Greedo and yeah. Han. But then well, they, they also they had they that weird McClurkey. Yeah. Also, and it just looks. Weird. They had to come up with a comic book series to explain that Greedo was just a terrible bounty hunter. To give that that scene context, which I think is hilarious. Yes. To, to convince them that you so, could miss when you're as close as we are. Disney, Disney tried really hard. J.J. Abrams, like a whole bunch of people, John Favreau, a whole bunch of people have been trying really hard to get George Lucas to give permission to release the original cuts on, on Disney Plus, and he refuses. Well, here's the thing. He still yeah. has control right now yeah. over certain things really? he retains certain amount of control over things when he really I've, same reason why the uh uh star wars christmas special won't be on disney plus until probably george Lucas there, there yeah. are several like star wars specials on there if i don't know if you saw but the christmas special is definitely not one. Yes. yes but there are like here's two the thing or three of them. if i was like knowing george lucas i bet he destroyed the original prince like Maybe. it could be the uh the ewok movies aren't on there either oh so I don't know if somebody else still has the rights to them or if George Lucas is still holding on because he doesn't like them. I was either. just talking to someone who mentioned the Ewok movies. Ewok, like, Battle of Endor, and the other one that's even weirder. So I, the, my my biggest, I think, overall my biggest problem with this movie was it, it clearly showed that this newest trilogy, they never stopped to think about what the overall story was going to be. They didn't plan. And again, plans yeah. plans don't work. Like, again... If the, if the original plan was to make this movie more about Leia, that wouldn't have worked anyway. Mm-hmm. But you you could clearly see from the Force Awakens to the Last Jedi to here that 
they none of the directors, none of the scriptwriters ever communicated with each other over the big overarching themes. Right. Well, that's what like Ryan Johnson. So that you know that all the the quote unquote backlash for the Last Jedi. He actually, yeah, you know, people were complaining. Well. We didn't answer any of the questions that were set up by J.J. Abrams. He said, yeah, he didn't, you know, there's no notes. J.J. Mm-hmm. Abrams just set up these, one of my biggest problems, J.J. Abrams, well documented in our little circle, but he sets up these mystery boxes, you know, lost, you know, anything. And he is like abandons a project, kind of mm-hmm. like you do with Star Wars, leaving the next guy or gal to just like, you know, kind of wing it. And like Ryan, that's what Ryan Johnson said. He's like, well, they just kind of said, okay, well, uh, do your thing, whatever, you know, right. kind of expound yeah. upon that. So and he's the like, only, right, yeah, the well, only, whatever. The only note, the only note that Ryan Johnson got was from Colin Trevor, whatever his name is. Uh, he's like, I need you to have Ray and Poe meet just real briefly. Because in his script, they knew each other already, but they had never actually met in those two movies. Yes, that well, that's so. Yeah, Ray, that's Ray in, in the last had, Yeah, they had never at, met. At the, huh. yeah. one of the last. It's the it's last scene. scene of them. They're like, like, hi, I'm Ray. Yeah, and Poe's like, yeah, I know. That that's the and first then, time they met. Then, that's yeah, the I first think. time they met, and then they begin this movie. They're they're fighting like an old married couple, by yeah. the way. Because so I, I, Oscar Isaac has sexual tension with everyone. I know. What I what I think is interesting is the way that Marvel has been able to masterfully carry plot lines through. Yeah but still have different screenwriters and different directors. Mm -hmm. Now, part of that is by having, you know, Feige up top kind of sort of the one-man continuity team to make sure, but how they've been able to have... So, to me, there is no reason Star Wars should not have been able to have a J.J. Abrams movie, a Ryan Johnson movie, and then... Colin Trevoy, I think his name. Colin Trevoy, whatever, movie, and still had enough continuity... To where it was, you know, clearly one trilogy, but instead they sort of did it halfway. Yeah, you know, so you had two J.J. Abrams movie with so, a continuity destroyer in between. You know, yeah. And so uh, we're we're almost at an hour already, so okay. we should wrap this up. But uh, two more things I wanted to mention, which was the weird Dom Hall Gleason Hux characters sort of oh turn God. and then instant death. Was it a turn? No, I mean, like... It was actually... That was the most character it actually was. on... Listen, char- on, it, was it was on the, brand. Well, it was, it was on, like that, the only spy that would have probably... I, secret, I mean, like, selfishly, I wanted it to be Phasma because I thought it would have been cool to have her, yeah. like... Oh, she did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but we didn't see her die, so... That's true. No, she Listen, had blow, blowed up. Well, we didn't she, see she, the body. Well, she oh. fell on some hay, but the hay was on fire. Ah, so... Yeah. Okay, okay. But, she, but she's got the, the armor on, so maybe she's okay. Maybe. But yeah, just like... I, I loved the idea of him being the spy, not because he cared, but because right. he didn't want Kylo Ren to succeed. Yeah, I love that. Because he's a little but bitch. Th- but then him instantly getting murdered after that. I was just <laughs> like, wow. Well, it's like they wrapped that up. I will say that so was funny. That is one of the. Uh, uh, you don't really think about it, but uh, going through, you know, The Force Awakens, which he was uh, kind of a minor character in The Force Awakens, except for his amazing his ama- his amazing Hitler speech at the end right, when they yeah. fire the weapon. But uh, you can get. They, I like how they just build up like the resentment between him and Kylo and then yeah the whole like last jedi is like them just like stoking the flame yeah uh-huh. Hux almost murders yeah, Kylo Ren yeah, yeah. in the last jedi and then Pulled Kylo wakes up he's like oh 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 and i mean Hux must now. like i mean Hux ha- must have thought about that the story that Kylo Ren was saying about what happened to Snoke and he's like i don't buy that at yeah. all yeah no that that was perfect i wish they would have explored that more yeah. he just instantly gets shot by a new character uh, bad guy from I, Doctor Who. 
You know what's funny? Yeah, I didn't it was understand. Perfect, it was perfect casting, though, because as I'm watching it, I'm like, wait, was he actually in the original trilogy? Because he looks, yeah, he looks was, exactly like somebody who would oh, have yeah. been an officer well, in one of the original like, trilogy. Oh, I've been serving you. Right. I was like, so was, it's like, like, wait, was we're he, supposed to know? He like, wasn't. He was old enough to have also served in the right. Empire. Right, yeah. so that's why when I saw him, I was okay. like, I was but like wait, then, do I just not remember him? Line. Like they, they they were trying to make it sound like, oh, we should know this guy. I think it's to show that his loyalty was to the Emperor and not to Kylo, even though he's supposed to be serving Kylo Ren. That that was my guess for why. Because he... I, the whole time it's like, is he supposed to be like a a, a Car- Tarkin clone or what? I, what's the so deal he with actually, this guy? The guy did say he played it like... Tar- right, target. I mean that. I mean, yeah. No, that, that that, all they should just like leaned into it. Yeah, okay, if they so, were going to go that route. But I would like to talk about the thing that bothers me the most about this movie. Have you already said various things bother you? The most no, but the, I'm saving this one for the end. Okay, no. which is that this movie forces us to think about the fact that Palpatine. F- oh <laughs> yeah, like gross. Listen, but it probably wasn't when he looks like he does now. It probably was well, when he was a he, he was you were, you were a fan of him. He was wearing those, those of, red robes. He yeah, was sort of handsomeish. Yeah, listen, he he that ow, character loves being ow, evil. Ow, yeah, ow, I'm just he like, probably had concubines ow. upon concubines. He, well, yeah. So when, I was trying to think of the timing of that. They some uh, one of the reviews did some math and did like, the math. It, it would have been um, Ray. It was eleven. Ray was born eleven years after. What was that? What? Uh, an unnamed person came in and shook their head um, towards us. Okay. Because oh, yeah. for a, well, a particular reason? Maybe because you said too. the words out loud that uh, Palpatine yeah. Listen, I'll just bleep it. Yeah. Well, I, it we'll fix it in post. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I have uh, the explicit tag on the Rant 9 podcast. My so. hope is that um, when J.J. Abrams was announcing this, he just walked in, pointed at the actor playing Palpatine, and was like, <laughs> this, this guy, guy f- <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. So, so okay, but t- I, d- I do want to know the timeline because I was trying like loosely yeah, to do the math in my head. So I believe there's thir- Ray there's was born eleven years, years after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Right. So this person looked like they could have been maybe in their thirties, maybe. Yeah. But if you, if you think say her parents oh, were the, the in parents? their thirties, yeah. Yeah. So the parent would have been born thirty years earlier. So would that have put it? By, by the way, I like the whole line. Uh, Kylo's like, "I didn't lie to you." By the way, your parents were really nobody. It's like, they, okay, they, they it, chose to be nobody. Yeah, mm, okay. Why didn't he just say, "I was like, wow, I thought they were nobodies." Turns out I was wrong. Yeah. Well, okay, because in the last Jedi, he's like, "They're they left you for you know booze money or okay, whatever." So here we go. So considering Ray was born in 15 ABY after the Battle of Yavin, eleven years. After Palpatine's death, one would assume that her parents would have been born somewhere between 10 and 4 BBY before the Battle of Yavin, making them somewhere between 19 to 30 years, years old in the flashback we see in The Rise of Skywalker. With this timeline in mind, it's possible for Rey's grandmother to be Rodenga and her father Eric, or some equivalent character in the Star Wars universe. Unfortunately, at this time, we don't know much about blah, 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 blah. Give me the, did Palpatine f- then so when? What, what, okay. Yeah. As I mentioned, Rey's parents likely would have been born somewhere between 10 and 4 BBY. Revenge of the Sith, in which Palpatine is horribly deformed with his own Force lightning, is deflected back at him, takes place in 19 BBY. So it would have been between, uh, I guess, between Phantom Menace and Revenge of the Sith. Right, so before, it would have been before yeah. he turned into a... Still, like... He was a powerful person. Some some women are attracted to power. Like I said... He j- also could have just been like, I need to make a baby. Yeah, well, again, just like with 
Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. We don't want to think about our evil villains having sex. It's gross. You I don't. don't. Yeah. <laughs> some people might be into that. Listen, like so, some people are into, you know, a little electroshock. <laughs> it's true. It's like right, right at the moment of. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, bleep that out too. <laughs> you can't say. So, I, I would yeah. say my my biggest. Darth joke am I right? <laughs> I t- to me like the whole plot or quote unquote plot is basically stolen from Reddit. You know, like they just went on Reddit and read, oh, well, what did the fans want? We'll just put a fin this force sensitive, you know, raise a Palpatine, the Emperor's back. Yeah, I feel know, like, Kylo I feel like Finn, blah blah blah. I feel like there were hints about Finn being force sensitive. Well, on. right, but it wasn't necessarily was, like it was like very Some of this ambiguous. stuff feels like it came out of nowhere, but some of the stuff feels like well, a little I more mean, organic. But you could argue, you know, you could I've, argue every character is force sensitive, you know, to true. a certain extent. Well, but, according but, to midi chlorians, like you know, like, again, like it's it's really it's, it's about like you know the sort of not just midichlorian count but like one's openness to it mm-hmm. but yeah the finn being force sensitive actually totally ties in to me right to me right. like it, it's been a rumor for a while it, it would have been it would have been easy to have some of these you know cultists showing up periodically you know not knowing what they belong to but having them show up in last jedi or force awakens in some way you know as sort of like a an additional menace besides the first order that you don't know what it is. So to me, it would have been as simple as sprinkling some of that in to have a little bit more continuity. Yeah. It shouldn't have just been like the, the books that were leading up to the force awakens, which gave you the idea that the, the drag, you know, the leftovers of the empires may of the empire made its way to the unknown regions and anything could happen there. Cause that's where the first order also came from. Right. So it does seem weird that two huge forces came out of mm-hmm. the unknown regions. Like you can't just put everything in the unknown regions. And be like, well, they, they both can be here. Um, okay, so to to round it up, round it out, whatever the phrase is, round up. What do we want? So they're gonna they're gonna be more Star Wars trilogies. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, they're just not about the Skywalker slash Palpatine bloodline. Well, they set up uh, like w- what do we want Lando that story to be? And yeah. that uh, whatever, what's her face? Yeah, but like that's not. I don't think they're gonna make a trilogy that's a, about that's them. a Disney Plus show. Yeah, yeah. hopefully. Yeah, I'd, I'd watch that. that. Like, what do we want the next Star Wars trilogy to be about? I want a droid-focused one. I think that would be fun. More where it's more like, like um, I don't know, you could have... Um, if there's two Clone War episodes where the R2-D2 goes on a, <laughs> on a mission with yeah, all, yeah, with yeah, all yeah. droids, those episodes those are, are great. Fun. Those are great. I don't know if you could do a whole trilogy out of that, but that's the thing. I don't know that I need trilogies, right? Because I'm kind of okay with that, too. shown that it's... Di- uh, I, think, I think doing... One-off movies and Disney Plus shows is probably more. They can be more successful. Star Wars does better on TV as an yeah. episodic thing than it well, does as I, movies. I think. Like take the Mandarin, or Mandarin, the Mandarin. Yeah, Mandalorian. Uh, racist, racist. Yeah, second time. So it's, uh, it's so it's. But, we, so, we think it's the Mandarin, but it's actually the other guy. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Iron Man. Yeah, you want to talk about Iron Man three? That's an entire another podcast. Ben Kingsley. Yeah. Um. Oh no, I'm sorry. What was his name? Trevor something. What was the actor's name? Um. Yeah, Trevor something. I mean, that was a great reveal. It was. Yeah. But the movie's still terrible, and I hate it. Listen, it's just the plot of The Incredibles, and we're just going to yeah, move it's on it's better than Iron Man 2. Rewatch That's it. true. Yeah. No, no, Iron, it's not. It's, no. You know, it's it the worst. Rewatch both of them. I, Iron, Iron Man 2 is, is garbage. Bad. Iron Man 2 is worse than you remember. Oh, it's, it's really terrible. Is. No, no I'm saying Iron Man 2 is bad. Iron Man 3 is Iron Man 3 is good. No, it's not. It's Lethal it's Weapon with Iron Man. Yeah, yeah it's a great idea. It's a bad thing. Yeah, Lethal Weapons are amazing. Oh, my God. All right. Okay, anyways. So... I mean, do so. The problem, like for example, like Star oh, Trek- I didn't answer your question. 
Uh, I want to see uh, Jedi pornography mm-hmm. where first uh, Darth Vader. F- Mm-hmm. I and, think and then, that's what we and Palpatine. Palpatine. We, f- I would like to see that story. I to be also honest. want to see um, maybe like a Knights of the Old Republic version where some of the old Sith are also fuck. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good fair point. So okay, it could be uh, worse. I, I could be saying things like force. F- yeah. Um, edit that out. No. Nope. <laughs> Keep it in. So. Is Star Wars going to make the Star Trek mistake where they every new story has to be done in the past instead of going to going towards the future, or are they actually going to move the story forward and talk about what happens a thousand years post the end of Rise of Skywalker, or just tell twenty years in mm-hmm. another part? Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to do this. One more thing about <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. One last okay. thing. So in the Force Awakens, right, mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker and the Force and the Jedi are legends, right? That Ray does not believe are real, right? Yet. Everyone is 100% on board with Palpatine and the Sith being back like that. I'm like, well, no, that's, that was the, the whole uh, Last Jedi thing of that's why Luke did the force display, like the projection thing. It's to, to tell everybody. Yeah, well, show everybody that. Yeah. The, to, the well, Jedi's the whole thing. Real. Yeah. To give everyone hope. That's that's one thing. I, I want I Broom want, Boy story. Give me Broom Boy well, story. I, I want to mention that because uh, they made a big deal about all, you know, the. All those people coming to help them at the end of yeah. Skywalker, and that was all set. Up. That was one thing that was set up in yeah. the Last Jedi to where that's why they made a big deal about Luke, you know, doing the whole yeah. uh, Force projecting fight Kylo, and that was just like legend. So they made it. They played up his legend, and then that's what kind of led everyone, like united everyone. Just give me my, I, give me my shot of Hera on the ghost. That's all I wanted. Which is why I think also the Emperor started putting out his message, telling everyone he was back was to try to destroy the hope that Luke had the tried death. to create. Yeah. Here's also by the way, you can actually hear the transmission, but only on Fortnite apparently. So What? Yes. Yep. Uh, yes. In Fortnite you can actually hear Palpatine's message, which I'm like, what? Well, anyway. That's a weird tie-in. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't like it. So anyways, uh I would like to see um like a Knights of the Old Republic style because I've enjoyed the books about mm. sort of the old time when there yeah. were a lot more Sith and Jedi. I yeah. think those would be fun stories. I think that probably lends itself more to, you know, a TV show, serialized yeah. TV show. I think that would be fun. And then I would like to explore it. To me, it doesn't have to have to be Jedi because there we've learned there are other types of force users. Yeah. I think it would be interesting to, been to, to have stories about the other force users stuff. It would be nice to get away from the Night Sisters. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. But I mean, to get away from it being two sides at war. Yeah, right? I want I want movie versions of the Clone War episodes where they explore those themes. That's what I want. Yeah, right. I think that would be. Well, really I cool. think the Mandalorian is probably the closest we're going. I mean, for the for the time being, but get it, like in the Listen. Mandalorian, like they like they they can't identify what the Force is. Like Baby Yoda is using the Force, and they're like, I don't know what this is. Yeah. Um, so they, yeah, the timing of that. Well, I think we've determined that's that. about like. 15, 10 to 15 years after Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I think so. I don't want to like get, get too much into it, but uh, I I was kind of... So did you, you guys watched the last one, right? With mm-hmm. uh, Where they kind of say reveal the Empire is working behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I, I was taking it to be like, oh, well, the Empire is kind of there, but, you know, and that's kind of the beginnings of the First Order. So I'm, I'm wondering if that's why they... Well, yeah, like the, the, the whole Battle of Jakku was the sort of... Last big empire versus, you know, even after the, it's at, and it's after the Battle of Endor is the last time they could find a lot of the empire ships together in one place. Mm-hmm. And then they all 
you know, the Empire had already split into factions at that point, and one of those factions goes to be uh, the First Order. So yeah, that's because uh, Rebels kind of retconned it, but in the uh, extended universe, um, can't remember his name. The ad, the blue admiral that was really good. Thrawn. Thrawn. Oh yeah, yeah. He he's actually um, post Return of the Jedi in the extended universe. He is one of those yes, yeah. factions. Yeah. Now in Rebels, they ret. They, so actually, I don't know if it's retcon. It's not retcon because it's early, new. Is it just early him? Well, it's also early him, but like, um, so what they did was to canonize Thrawn in the new Disney Star Wars universe. They they brought him in sort of earlier into the story. Okay. But then also sent him back to the unknown regions. Okay. With uh. What's his face and the yeah. uh, lightspeed whales? It's a weird ending to Rebels. Anyway, well, so my I want that my, movie. My, my bigger him. point about the Mandalorian was that it doesn't necessarily it has like an overall arc, but there's a lot of just like there's a lot very, of monster of the week type stuff. Yeah, which, which that's like. not bad. Like the episode where they went to you know that prison ship. Yes, the, uh, that, that was, was, awesome. that was yeah. like the best one, and had yeah. nothing to do with anything. No, yeah. and and it tossed that in a galaxy far, far away and a long, long time ago. Mass holes still exist. So, <laughs> oh, Bill. He's like, "Where's my Duncan?" Anyway, but yeah, I, I would like to see more, like you know, Disney Plus or just kind of like the side quest movies that may, you know may not do quite as well as the Star like money wise as the Star Wars movies. But man, like man, Rogue One was very interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. not only was it basically a retcon of the biggest loophole. Yes, mm-hmm. but they did it in a like a very well. cool way. And there was no, I mean, other than the fact that that. One blind guy was clearly a Jedi, and even though he said he, he wasn't, they, you know, they, they they told story about regular people who ended up sacrificing themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, Which, by the way, I I mean, this is probably old news, but Disney was like, no, you can't have them all die at the end. They're like, uh, it's going to be way better, and you know, yeah, well, they had to explain that if, if we don't do that, we have to explain where those characters yeah. are in every film and we do like, after yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, I, so, I kind of wish they took they allowed those risks to be taken in the the new trilogy because yeah. I think it. I think they were just very, you know, like Kathleen Kennedy, I think, was very protective, and they played it very safe for them. Right. Besides Last Jedi, which still played it pretty safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, and, and to me, she could have had that, you know, Kevin Feige-type role of building a continuity yeah. all the way, like a through line through, so... I, but it felt like, like you were saying, they were worried more about protecting a legacy than making an interesting yes. new trilogy. Which, again, like, Marvel, the thing about the Marvel movies is that they're trying to sell it to people who aren't necessarily huge comic book fans. Yes. And so, and so that means they don't have to. Like, they use the legacy when it helps them. But and they, they don't throw have it away to. at times. Yes. Yeah, they, I there mean, are huge changes between those movies and the comics. Oh, yeah. And a lot of them are generally for the better. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Or, you know, to, uh, someone's like, oh, well, that adds up. Yeah. Like, so either either they go back in time and do like the you know Knights of the Old Republic where there's a lot more Sith, which is interesting. I would love to see a movie trilogy of the books that are now the ex- expanded universe about the Sith, the Sith leader who comes up with the rule of two. Mm-hmm. That's a very interesting story. Yeah, but it's a lot of evil people, so I don't know how interesting. That, you know, I, I, I doubt that'd be an actual movie trilogy. Or either go into the future and tell us what happens next, because obviously evil always rises up mm. to to fight light. So. What's the next evil going to be, and how quickly do they come up with weapons that destroy plants? Well, and and what are the names of the two sides battling? Yeah, yeah. 
Well, so in the uh, and like, also uh, what's make, the taxation rate on yeah, like, that's no, an like make one. make the next empire good and the rebellion bad. Ooh. How about that? Mm. Oh. So in the uh, in the I can't remember the name of the game, but the new game that just came out, the, the Fallen Order. Yeah, it's about a Jedi. It's about the Jedi and the Sith, but it's you know no Skywalker, no at least as far as I played it uh, mentions, and it's just you know kind of a very self contained story. But it's inter- like mm-hmm. it's fun gameplay, interesting and. Yeah, I don't understand why. You know why? Uh, why going forward? Oh, it's just new, new yeah. Jedi, new. Like, well, it may be a very similar mm-hmm. story, but at least it's not the Skywalker. Walker yeah, I mean, Palpatine with Ray's like Yoda, they, you know, they let Rebels introduce a line of. You know, red lightsabing wielding people who weren't yes. Sith, the Inquisitors, right? And then I was actually wondering yeah. if that Jedi hunter that they reference in uh, Rise of Skywalker was a Inquisitor. Yeah, probably. Because they they just call him a Jedi hunter, but he's not Sith. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, that, yeah. That's the interesting thing about like the idea that the Sith can only have two, mm-hmm. even though we know there are multiple dark force users in the universe at one time. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Like, explore that that a little bit. Well, the, the, like I saw I saw Ventress and Darth Maul are both still alive while Dooku is Palpatine's. Well, you I know. think uh, uh, so. My understanding was the rule of two. It w- only really applied to like master and an apprentice. Well, there's, because there's uh, in the like there's only the Clone supposed Wars. to be two Sith yeah. at any one time. But the, but that apprentice is also always looking for his own or her own apprentice, right? So, so that they can yeah. they can get an apprentice. So really, it's more like a rule of two and a half. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. And then like, that person the is also raising stuff, one, so it's two and a quarter. There's yeah. always multiple quarters. like Sith. That's weird. I mean, I listen, like I'm not clarity, saying they're not good at the rule of two. It's just the rule is the rule of two. They tend to be bad yeah, at it. Evil people usually don't follow the rules. So <laughs> this is a rule. Uh, uh, let's break it. Let's break it. So but I will say that another interesting one. I don't know if you've read any of the Darth Vader comics. No, I've, I've they wanted to, are but they're great. Awesome. I mean, because that's the thing that. Rogue One was sort of the first time you really get to introduce to how much of a badass. Yes. Because in the original trilogies, Vader is very ominous, but he doesn't he doesn't really do a no. lot other than like using force to no. choke people. Yeah. And he does battle Obi-Wan, but he and wasn't Luke had a, a good lightsaber fight. It was okay. But it's not a lot. But watching well, him just like wreck people. Yeah. In which, Rogue is, which, One, which was a scene uh the Lucasfilm people didn't want added to that, yeah. by the way. So, but there's there in the yeah. in the in the comics, he does even more of that. Like, oh yeah, he he's is terrifying, terrifying. Which again, makes the, the, his redemption problematic. Right. But whatever. But it just that that I mean, those it would have been so kind of like the way that uh, Marvel is doing the Marvel What If, yeah, where it's animated. They have all the yeah the actors and stuff, but they're animated. just doing these these little chunks of stories. How cool would it be to have just like one or two 30-minute cartoons about Vader's side story yeah. or, you know, all of these other things. There's a lot of references to Palpatine and, and Darth Plagueis. Animate that and yeah. have a couple episodes God, tell us that. the Darth Plagueis story, for God's sakes. I know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, really, like the, the whole, this whole thing was like, they, it was like, <laughs> wink, wink, nod, nod, and they never really mentioned it. Yeah. It, this felt a lot like a backdoor pilot to like 12 new shows yeah a little bit which which, which is always a complaint about some of the marvel movies that yes, they're, it is. they're backdoor Classic corporate synergy yeah yeah well so for the probably two people who will actually listen this long this, this is for us it's yes. tr- this is true this is just an excuse for us to argue about star wars and uh, uh, please uh add in the comments whether or not you think darth plage is f- 
Thanks, everybody. Thank you all for listening to that very, very long episode where we talked about the rights of Skywalker. I hope you found it as funny as we did. And again, keep an eye out on the Facebook page in your podcaster of choice for what we end up talking about next. Goodbye. It's